1: what is up waffle gang i do hope you are well my name is mark and today we're checking out some more r slash am i the (laughs) butthole thank you so much for spending 20 minutes of your precious time with me today i just want to give a quick shout out to a cheeky so-and-so who joined us over on patreon ivy thank you so much for your support and for everyone you know for just being absolutely bloody awesome and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys Today's story does come with a little cheeky, cheeky update from ThrowAway, who says, am I the asshole for kicking my sister and her triplets out of my house when they are in need? Reposters, apparently I forgot to reply to the bot. A few replies came into my first post, which are very kind. Thank you. So my sister D, 25 female, and her triplets, age three, had to move into my 33 female house this week as they needed repairs to theirs after a leaky pipe rendered it uninhabitable for a few weeks. Within less than 24 hours, my main bedroom's hard surfaces had been covered in crayon, my TV had been covered in jam, my partner and I are staying in a small spare room office to give them the larger bed and generally my house is in ruins. I don't really care about any of that, but provide it for background of the amount of disruption caused. There are three children potty training with little success and three adults currently in my small house, which combined with my medical condition means my bathroom is almost perpetually in demand. I have incontinence issues, which my sister knows about and how I deal with them. I specifically asked that while they stay that she made sure I had access to the sole bathroom at set times. Four 20 20-minute blocks a day, so I can do what I need to do on a minimal schedule, which is not really ideal for me, but the bare basics I can cope with short-term. And to make sure that the bath time doesn't overlap those times in order to help me as much as possible. If I'm off schedule, the system doesn't work. Today, while Bath and her kids at a time I'd reserved, Dee decided to use my condition, which I don't reveal without need, even to family as a negative example to her children about why they should try harder to use the toilet and told me I'd have to wait until they were done. After the kids were in bed, I asked her to make arrangements to find somewhere else to stay while her house is repaired and that she has until Sunday afternoon to leave. I know she doesn't really have anywhere else to go, but I'm so angry with her. I feel I've bent over backwards to accommodate the four of them and the one thing I asked she couldn't do for me. And to make matters worse, she was using my condition to scare the kids into action, which I find extremely uncomfortable, as they know their aunt wears nappies. And I'm now exposed to the horror of kids having no filter and not knowing what they might say in any situation from now on. The whole situation has made me feel horrible. Now I'm living on my bed wondering, am I the asshole for asking her to leave? And there is some edits which give some information, so we cover those straight away with First edit saying, a lot of people are commenting regarding the mess. I want to be clear that it will all be pretty easy to wipe, scrub, mop and clean. And I really don't care about having to do all that. Even if I have to paint a wall that was drawn on a lot. It's just three kids being overexcited and staring at their aunts. It's not a big deal. Edit two, yes, D did help with the cleaning and does try to keep them well behaved. Edit three, I'm overwhelmed by the amount of replies. Thank you all so much. The kids do have plastic potties, but won't use them outside of a bathroom. If anyone was using the toilet, the disruption to my schedule would be a few minutes and I could probably be okay with that. The 20 minutes is more akin to a window than a block. The fact that my sister started to bathe them shortly before my reserve time is an issue. One I do blame her for. And the comment she made was very derogatory to me and has left me with horribly embarrassing nicknames for the kids. Auntie potty pants or auntie poopy pants. And from that, just going back to what you said earlier, you know, kids having no filter and not knowing what they might say in a situation from now on. And that final edit, which said, they're already giving you nicknames, which could come up in front of anyone. You know, everything's out there, which you, which was one of your boundaries at the very beginning. You were kind hearted enough to take in an adult and three, three toddlers. <laughs> And I know OP said they were probably overexcited, but drawing on someone else's walls in someone else's house as well. I'd be absolutely bloody mortified if, if my hypothetical kids was to do that. But once again, you went out your way to give this family a home while they're dealing with some issues. You gave them one boundary they broke it and I don't blame you because, yeah, you're going to be treading on eggshells from now on around your family if these kids are around. So yeah, I cannot blame you at all. There's, there's plenty of options out there. I'm, I'm sure there's other family. There's hotels, Airbnbs, whatever. And before we go to the update, Highwood Shady says, not the arsehole. Your sister and her children have taken advantage of your hospitality and overstayed their welcome. If I was a guest in someone else's home, I wouldn't let my children destroy it and I'd accommodate the owner's requests. She can go to a hotel. If she has some homeowners or renters insurance, she may get assistance with the cost of staying in the hotel. Sometimes things just don't work out. OP replied, I don't care about the mess. The only bit that got me was her not doing the one thing I asked for. And what she said to them was the straw that broke me. Zaphod says, not the arsehole. You must have the patience of a saint. If three toddlers destroying your house doesn't set you off. Your sister did not follow critical house rules. Out she goes. Cake is a die says, not the arsehole. You had a red line and she crossed it. V2 then says, not the arsehole. They can go and stay in a hotel. Where's the dad? OP replies, he left when she found out she was having triplets. What a gentleman. Para says, not the arsehole, the nerve. Here you are graciously hosting her and her three toddlers during an emergency. Such a kind thing to do. And she's not only allowing the kids to wreak havoc all over your place, but use private medical condition to create kind of potty training boogeyman. What, as if having a medical condition is something to be ashamed of, or worse, fair game to be mocked. Seriously, does she really not get how god-awful and inaccurate that is? Or does she just not care? Either way, I don't blame you at all for it for asking her to leave if she can't summon even a basic level of respect for you and your household while you're doing her a massive favor no less then she needs to leave curious says not the asshole at all you've gone out of your way to give family a place to stay despite the disruption to your space what your sister said and did was absolutely horrible Zit it says not the asshole, your sister disrespected your one condition then embarrassed you in the process Now, we're gonna move on to the update to see what that says. So, update. Firstly, my thanks to everyone who commented when I made my first post. I was feeling really rough about the whole thing and was questioning everything. Your replies helped me sort my own thoughts out at the time when I needed some impartial voices and the cleaning advice really offered really helped, so thanks. Now to the update. My sister and her kids moved into a holiday home on Monday. It was the fastest it could be arranged, so I ended up letting them stay an additional 24 hours. The insurance is paying for it and is about half an hour away from here, so local to where we live. She's able to stay there for two weeks, in which time her own house will hopefully have had its repairs completed. So far, she's managed to keep Crown off the walls, but there's still been some close calls, so I hear. My sister did offer me what I believe to be a sincere apology for her actions and words. I can accept that she didn't mean to cause me difficulties by giving the kids a bath at that time and I have after consideration forgave her for that part even though the stress of the whole situation has left me in a worse state than I've been in some years. I did tell her plainly that the part I can't forgive is what she said to my nieces about me that was so degrading and worse parroted by them. I've not spent a lot of time with them since the event. I can't unhear those words and frankly they still haunt me especially when I hear it from a toddler's lips. I've told her it's gonna take a lot for her to earn forgiveness for that from me, which caused another argument about how sensitive I am about my condition and that I should just own it and stop whining and hiding and be a positive example instead. So we are currently not on speaking terms. My mum and other siblings have pulled into it and all apart from a twin sister are more sympathetic to my point of view, or at least to my desire to not flaunt my condition. Even my youngest sister is shocked at her behavior and has vowed to teach the kids better than their mum's example. She babysits them on a semi-regular basis. Her twin is trying to stay neutral and broke a piece but I'm trying to stand firm. I love my family but I can't forgive the malice in what she said to my nieces about me. It took my partner and I only about a day to repair and clean after them. We had a few surprises we didn't expect to have to deal with. A few handles on drawers that were damaged, some wet cushions hidden under the bed, etc. But nothing that required painting or extensive repairs. Draw handles screwed back on, cushions got washed, walls got scrubbed. To answer the DMs I've had since my post, health-wise I'm okay but not great. I'm probably going to be having a rough time over the next few weeks but it's going to be fine as soon as I get on top of it again. If I've missed something from the update that you want to know about, please drop a question in the comments and I'll try to answer as swiftly as I can. And whilst there wasn't many comments on this one, I do want to cover a comment from Fable Attacked who says, I'm glad to hear that your sister has a place to stay with her kids for now and that you were able to get the house cleaned. I'm also glad that she apologized for the bath timing. Her other comments, however, are degrading and baffling. And it sounds like she's trying to deflect. She wants you to own it while at the same time using you as a cautionary tale for children. One that doesn't even work, since it's a medical condition rather than a behavioral one. That's bratty and unkind. I suspect she's embarrassed and doesn't want to admit it, or maybe the type who believes in tough love, but either way, I get why you're currently keeping your distance. Hopefully she'll cool down and wise up. OP replies to that saying, I'm more of the thought that she's jealous of something in my life, as suggested by a commenter on the original post. I can't think what it would be, but it's my suspicion. As far as I'm concerned, I do own my condition, but I own it in ways that might not make sense if you don't live my life and prefer it to not be known by people who know my face, but I've always preferred it that way. I didn't even tell my younger siblings. She is one of three that are younger than me until they were in their mid-teens because I didn't want them to know to have to know my shame. I really don't think she understands how emotionally distressing being a young adult who has to cope with needing nappies is. And the thing that I liked about that comment was, you know... It was absolutely right in that they're using you as a cautionary tale, yet telling you to own it, which you clearly do anyway, just in your own way, which is absolutely fine. You're the one who's having to go through this. And honestly, I can't blame you for not being on speaking terms. They they clearly got their own mindset on this and they're not currently budging. They need to do some research into what you're actually having to go through. And one thing that really shocked me is that your mum and other siblings got pulled into it. And I was like, what? And I don't know if it was by you or it was by, you know, sister, but something that you generally wanted to keep sort of like on the down low as much as possible has now become a family issue. And I just feel so bad for you that, you know, it's got to that point. But in some ways, this is a positive update. We need to take the positives from these things in that you stood your ground. You got your house back. The children are safe. And I think for now, having the no contact is a good thing to do because you won't be at events with each other where these toddlers ain't going to bring up your medical condition in front of others and embarrass you. And hopefully sister will take a step back, think about her actions and, you know, try to rectify them as best as possible. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Commercial Machine 98 Titled, am I the arsehole for greatly increasing my husband's chores and dismissing his complaints after he called me a homemaker? Context, I work in my own startup. Husband John works in a movie theater. Before I started my company, we had similar income, but now I earn five times as much as him. The chore dynamic at home has always been heavily skewed. I'm very neat and like cooking, so I handled the lion's share of chores on top of my job. After the company started growing, John invested himself more in chores because he was staying at home due to the movie theaters being closed. His workplace reopened a few months ago and he immediately stopped doing most chores. I have been lenient on doing more than my share since he comes home every day exhausted and complaining. After work, he does nothing but leisure, totally overlooking the fact I manage our household on top of running my company. I'm kind of a doormat sometimes, so I let it go because I want to be kind to John. Last week, he crossed a line. I work seven days a week, John has weekends off, and he was playing video games all day while I was working. And he came to ask me when lunch would be ready. I told him that I'm very busy with work and he can cook for once. He declined then complained that it was much easier in his grandfather's time when the homemaker didn't do anything other than her duties. I exploded. We had the biggest screaming match in our lives with him calling himself the breadwinner of the household repeatedly hiding behind the claim that he goes out to work as opposed to me working from home, which means I'm a housewife, huh? I steamrolled his claims by pointing out that I earn much more money than him. I work longer hours and still do all the chores. I told him to quit his job and dedicate all his time on chores since he's so enamored with the simpler times of homemakers and breadwinners. Even if he became unemployed, our financial situation wouldn't change. He acted appalled. Monday, I gave him a list of chores to do, about two to three hours of chores daily. He constantly complains, and I just reply with, quit your job. I spent years doing all the chores on top of my job, but he whines at the prospect of doing just half. Tuesday night, he told me he refused to do chores and I couldn't force him. I shouted him down into submission, telling him that I spent our entire common life picking up the ball that he keeps dropping, and that his choice to work an unskilled job for pocket change does not preclude him from him helping me, the breadwinner, keep this household in shape. Yesterday, I locked up his PS5 in our safe and changed the combination. This is not my nature. I am usually polite and soft-spoken, and I feel like an asshole when I see him looking like a sad puppy and whining that he is tired but i just snapped i feel like i don't have a choice if i let john do nothing and consider himself the breadwinner who deserves to come home to a clean house and warm meal through no effort of his own i would lock myself into a life of servitude am i an asshole and we do have an edit slash update on this one which we'll cover after the comments but sarsonic says unpopular opinion but everyone sucks here and quotes i shouted him down into submission If a man came here and said that about his wife, Reddit would be on it as he was wrong. I think if it gets to the point, then we're already in deep shit. Your grievance is beyond legit though. The way you handle it, less than stellar. But it does sound like a bit like you let it all bubble up until you burst, hence the way it got handled. I think the way you handled it was bad, but honestly, I admire your perseverance and I would have likely gone nuclear myself. I would not have handled it better. I also agree with a poster who suggested a post-nup. If he thinks he makes more, then he will be fine with that. Also talk to legal counsel, because if it gets to be a bigger problem, knowing what's up will benefit you. Your husband is an arsehole, no doubt, though. I don't know if I could remain married to this person if I were you. Messy White Girl says not the arsehole to a very slight everyone sucks here. First, I would like to commend you. You're amazing for all that you do and you should be so proud of yourself. Second, your reaction is the only reason why I put slight everyone sucks here. While I completely empathize with you that you snapped in your emotions and feelings over this absolute trash man, it turned petty real quick. My favorite thing about all this is the quit your job statement. I love you for this pettiness, stranger. More like you both threw a temper tantrum. It seems like you've been letting this build quite a bit. His statement was entirely sexist, uncalled for, and absolutely demeaning. I also work from home, but I do not clean all day. My husband gets home from his job. He has to go to every day and comes home tired as fuck, but still walks the dogs with me and cleans the litter boxes, etc. It's not about who's home or disgusting gender roles. If you live in the house, you're required to take part in managing the daily responsibilities that come with it. Sit him down. After you've calmed down, and present your case. It usually helps me to write it down beforehand so I don't get flustered and miss something. Explain all of your frustrations and the impact to your own mental health as well as the relationship. Tell him all your feelings and ask that he share his feelings as well. Do not react if he blows up or acts childish. Continue to express yourself and ask that he does the same in an adult way if this doesn't work or no changes are made i suggest couples counseling or even straight up ending it it sounds like you're expected to play the role of his mother and that's not what you signed up for nor what you deserve you are worthy you are deserving and you are a badass good luck shiny littlefoot says oh my girl you are definitely not the asshole in fact don't you dare even take even the tiniest step back hold your ground as if your life depended on it Edit, I'd very much like to know the gender of the people who will vote either you're the asshole or everyone sucks here. Well, Lizzie says not the asshole. Sounds like you've been picking up for his slack for a while. How dare he make claims about you being a homemaker when you're apparently bringing in the majority of the money? Working from home is work. I doubt working at the movie theater is very lucrative. Stop picking up his slack. He's being disrespectful of you, your job, and everything you do for your home. SBT says not the asshole. You and this guy are not on the same wavelength. You may have been a good match at the time, but now you are obviously at different life stages. He is essentially a teenager. Now we're gonna move on to the update to see what it says. I've been reading through your comments for hours. Sorry if my replies dried up. Today has been emotionally hard, but I promise I read and pondered every thoughtful comment you shared with me. Thank you. I've come to the conclusion that I was right to stand up for myself when John repeatedly belittled my work and achievements. I think we all agree that his attitude reeked of machismo. A lot of very kind people have told me that I am not the arsehole, thank you. But I am now convinced I was an arsehole as well, for years. I felt like our relationship was somewhat unequal, but I was choosing to overlook the flaws because of a myriad of reasons. I let frustrations and resentment build up and explode. And while I think John acted very poorly in the first place, I overreacted in self-righteous rage. I treated John very poorly in return. Isn't that how wars start? petty disagreements and skirmishes mounting anger on both sides until both fighters believe they are righteous. I had been stewing in anger for days and this is horribly unhealthy. And that anger is years of bottle up feeling spilling up over something not worth that sort of reaction. I will sit John down tonight and have a long talk. I will show him this thread and we will decide how we want to proceed. The people that we are now are so different from the people we were when we got married and we started dating. Thank you for your input. It has been difficult, but therapeutic to process all this. And where they go from here, we shall look out for an update for the future. But let me know what your thoughts are on this story and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Distinct Square 4063 Am I the asshole for reaching out to my baby daddy's estranged father to tell him I'm pregnant, even though my baby daddy didn't want me to? I'm currently four months pregnant with my friend with benefits, who I'll call James. I haven't known James for long, but we both agreed to keep the baby and co-parent as best we can. Okay, I'm very close to my family and want my child to have a good family situation as well. James is not close to his remaining family, his father, Ben, and sister, Kathy, and has not spoken to them for five years. According to James, when he told his dad that he wanted to quit his managerial job in Fortune 500 company and start his own business, Ben told him that he was a fool and didn't support him. The business struggled during its infancy and James asked Ben for help. His family is relatively wealthy, but Ben refused and warned Kathy not to help. James's business has taken off and he is doing well for himself now, but never forgave Ben and Kathy for not helping. As far as I know, Ben never reached out to apologize to James. Kathy eventually did, but James didn't accept it. I told James that I understand if he wants nothing to do with Ben and Kathy, but I would like our child to know his grandfather and aunt and cousins. James, on the other hand, doesn't want Ben and Kathy to meet our child ever. He says he can support our child himself, but I told him that it's not about financial support, but our child knowing his side of the family. I decided that I'd reach out to Ben and tell him I'm pregnant and that I would like him to be a part of our child's life if he wants to. It would be up to Ben to decide. I'm not asking him for anything anyway. Ben was happy to hear from me, apologised and said that he would like to have a paternity test after the baby is born, but if all is well, he would very much like to be a part of the child's life. He invited me over for lunch this weekend so we can meet in person with Kathy and her family. He also told me to call him if I ever need anything, which I thought was nice of him. I'm not saying that he wasn't an asshole to James before, but I believe that people can change and become kinder, especially as they get older. I told James that I talked to his father and he got angry, saying I had no right to contact his family without his permission. He says that our child is also his child, so he should get a say on who is and is not to be in our child's life. I told him that I think I'm perfectly within my right to contact the grandfather of our child, who is also my child. I'm not asking James to talk to his father or go with me to lunch this weekend. He can keep staying away from Ben and Kathy all he likes, but I think it's crossing the line for him to tell me to stay away from Ben and Kathy myself. Am I the asshole? Now, as I read these stories, I got various thoughts and opinions and I have. To, usually I process them and even after this story, it's, it's still popping into my head and I'm going to have to say it and I could be totally wrong for saying it and I will accept that but this just, it felt like it was all money related to me. <laughs> this person who has a friend with benefits, James has barely known James for long according to the very first line of the post gets pregnant and then starts contacting James's father as well who she doesn't even know either, but also knows enough to know the family is relatively wealthy and James was in a job in a Fortune 500 company. And you know James is not close to his family, hasn't spoken to him for a number of years and they just don't get along, but you still thought it was a good idea to go behind his back and just contact the, the potential grandfather and try and get him involved in life without discussing it. It just makes no sense. You totally disregarded James's boundaries in this story, so you are going to be the asshole for that
0: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
1: And I know, I had hot take as well. So, but I'm still sticking by it for the moment but occasionally comments do change my mind. So we're gonna get involved in the comments to see what they say. With food baby baby who says you're the asshole, you're a massive asshole. What you did is an enormous betrayal of James's trust and it isn't your place to do so. James is right that he does get a say in who is in his child's life. You should have kept talking to James about the issue, not gone behind his back. In the future when James goes around you and does something you don't like, remember your actions here. Bored again? Says you're the asshole. He's estranged for a reason. You went behind his back and thought you knew better than him. So you're willing to treat their own child like crap. Haven't talked to them in five years, and these are the type of people you want around your child. Huge asshole that overstepped boundaries. You have a good relationship with your parents and are blind that other families aren't like that. ETA. And as others have pointed out, I wonder how much money is a factor in your decision. Oh, I was getting worried I was the only one. <laughs> Monica Perkins says you're the arsehole, you want to successfully co-parent, but the first thing you do is break boundaries and trust, and go to people he didn't want you to. That's his family, it's his choice. I would be livid. You know what you were told about his family. There could be much more that you don't know. You screwed up, and owe him a sincere apology. Sabriel replies that's in legit, says they want to co-parent, does a really good job of fucking that up before kiddo's even here. I will never understand why OP dared to think that they knew James' family better than he does and why you would want cruel, unsupportive family members anywhere near your kid anyway. The whole post made me angry. Poor James must be feeling so helpless and so angry about this. Mike Noble says, holy fuck, you're the asshole. It's his family, OP. come on. You're this guy's friends with benefits and you think you have the right to contact as a strange family behind his back. What a garbage person you are. Professor Pfizer says, you're the arsehole, you clearly overstepped boundaries here. Yoga Funk Girl says, yes, you're the asshole. his family, his boundaries, has Reddit taught you nothing? Go spend some time in the just no subs and learn about boundaries and how not to stomp all over them. Little Bopper says, you're the asshole. how do you not see this? To which early prompt replies him, because she wants access to that family money. And one final one from Anxious Optimist who says you're the arsehole. Also, family estrangement is rarely about any one particular incident, but rather a series of events, behaviors, and offenses. I understand wanting your child to know their grandparents, but violating your partner's boundaries was not the right approach. Also, why is the grandfather asking for a paternity test? Was there some type of financial discussion? Now, what are your thoughts on this story? What do you think about OP crossing those boundaries? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Foolish Fool. Am I the asshole for telling my fiance to get her insecurities in check and grow up after she humiliated my coworker? Recently I, 25 male, got engaged to my amazing fiance, 24 female, Amy. I was the happiest I've ever been when Amy said yes and was nothing but excited for our wedding. We started planning the venues, the dates and the invites. When talking about who to invite, we both agreed to invite our co workers, as we have worked in our respective jobs for years and like them all. As I checked that off the list, Amy spoke up and said, Everyone from my job can come except my work friend, Tally, 26 female. Tally is also one of my close friends, and so this surprised me that Amy didn't want to invite her. She has met Tally multiple times, and there didn't seem to be any issues. When I asked why, she said she just doesn't like her and finds our friendship uncomfortable saying she thinks that Tally is the type of person to try and sway taken men and be the center of attention. After talking some more to see where she got this idea, it turned out this was based on nothing but Tally's looks, as even Amy admitted that Tally is always very kind to her. But still, Amy is adamant about Tally not going and said that she makes her insecure. Amy is a beautiful woman, so I don't know why she feels this way. I told Amy that if it makes her feel uncomfortable not having Tally at the wedding, then that is fine, but before invitations go out, I wanted to speak to her privately to let her know to save embarrassment. Amy agreed, and that was really that. We didn't speak on the matter after. A week or so later, I went to work, and Tally started to ignore me, only really talking if it was work-related. I was confused, as it isn't just her our coworkers have started to ignore her and acting strange to me. So I contacted her boyfriend, only for him to be sarcastic on the phone. I asked what the problem was when he asked if I actually didn't know what happened. He then filled me in. Turned out a few days earlier, Amy came to my work on my day off with invitations. I had no idea she even made them yet and handed everyone an invite in front of Tally, then saying to Tally, you aren't invited. Women like you aren't welcome which has sparked everyone suggesting she is my other woman. Since then, she has been harassed by some guys at work and shunned by the women. She is now looking for another job. This pissed me off and I apologized profusely as I didn't know. When I got home that night, I confronted Amy about this. She denied it at first, but then told me she did it, but it is now not an issue because she's quitting her job. I flipped on her saying how she clearly didn't trust me to say and that she crossed a line doing this behind my back. She didn't see the problem and got upset asking me why I'm so mad. Me responding, if we are really going to get married, get your securities in check and grow up. I stayed at a friend since, but have had texts from Amy, her friends and her mother saying I was an arsehole for this and that Amy doesn't deserve this treatment. Am I the asshole? You know, this is a sort of worrying behavior to me, the way she's dealt with this, because it wasn't that, she just re- raised these concerns and that was it. She actually planned, she actually made the invites without you knowing about it, went to your work without you knowing about it and purposely embarrassed Tally in front of everyone and made her look like a villain in the situation when she's a totally in- innocent party, your friend. And not only did she actually potentially, wow, Tally's looking for a new job. So she's ruined her position in her job as well and being shunned by all her coworkers. And you said this was all based on looks. And OP did add some edits to the post as well. And I'm not sure whether we should cover these ones after or not. So we'll do these after the comments. I'm gonna start off with John's other account who says, not the asshole, red flags everywhere. I'd put your wedding on hold. That behavior won't improve. Punk Rock Cockblock says, your fiance planned how she would humiliate your friend after she forced you into not inviting her to your wedding. Your fiance is an insecure, jealous child. Why do you want to marry this person? Not the arsehole. Wind River says not the arsehole. This jealous, vindictive woman showed you who she is. Amy is not an amazing woman. She is a petty, spiteful person that has done you a fantastic favor. Do what is best for your future. Appropriate Basket says not the arsehole. Holy crap, she harassed an innocent woman and went behind your back, then lied when you confronted her about it there are so many red flags if you ever have a female friendship probably do it again you should reevaluate your relationship and see if this is something you want in your future the cum catcher says got these names wow i was ready to say you're the arsehole based on the title but not the arsehole she went into your place of work without talking to you about it made a huge show when you specifically said you wanted to talk to t first to avoid this kind of thing now she might have actually fucked up t's career This goes beyond insecurities. Honestly, why not invite her to the wedding? Not a bigger way to show T, your A's man by, I don't know, watching you two get married. This is so bizarre. Personally for me, this would be grounds for postponing the wedding until she can get herself in order. And one more from before the edit from Expensive Fee who says not the arsehole. As someone who has lived and seen some shit, this is really, I don't even know what this is. Your fiancé is not just insecure, she is also mean, sneaky, vindictive, and a bona fide mean girl. And on top of all that, she is a liar. She not only lied to everybody else, she lied to you. She humiliated a girl she hardly knew based on looks, and got that poor girl's co-workers to do the same to her, to the point she had to leave her job. This is not a girl you marry. This is not the person you want raising your daughters. This ain't the one. Fortunately, you found out before the wedding, so now it's really up to you. Do you want to spend the rest of your life with a person like that? Edits, I should have explained better two things. One, I have made many attempts to speak to Tally privately to find out what's happening prior to contacting her boyfriend. She brushed me off by saying she either had work to do or there was nothing to talk about. No one would really speak to me, so I contacted her boyfriend as a last resort. Her boyfriend says he's going to pass on to Tally what I said to him on the phone. Two, the wedding is currently on hold. That is why I'm staying at my friends. Need some distance to figure the stuff out. I made the post because of all the texts. Edit two, Jesus, this blew up and I must say thank you to everyone for the advice you are giving me. But there is one thing I must clear up. The whole suggestion that I may have cheated on Amy with Tally. All I can ask is can people of the opposite sex not be friends without anything untoward happening? Nothing has or ever will happen with Tally. No feelings, nothing at all, absolutely nothing. Tally is happy and in love. Her boyfriend is someone who I also consider a close friend. I'm happy with Amy prior to this and Tally is more like a sister to me. I find it pretty disturbing that people are even suggesting that I did something with Tally. Ask yourself this. Why in God's green earth would I let and encourage Amy to meet Tally in the first place if anything had happened? That would be messed up beyond belief. Also, I don't work in an office. I have no idea where people are getting this idea from since I never said or what industry I work in. I work in a retail chain. Nothing special. Questions 1. What am I planning to do about Tally? Unfortunately, due to what Amy has done, all I can really do is damage control. Of course, I'm planning to explain to everyone what has happened. I do not want Tally to be going through this. She is a genuinely kind person who does not deserve any of this. I'm actually on my way to speak to our boss at the moment to see what can be done. Tally's boyfriend is also saying he will speak to her on my behalf and see if we can get her to talk to me. Hopefully, we'll have an update by tomorrow. So we will look out for that update for future posts, but what an incredibly messed up one. How would you deal with this situation if you found yourself in it? And what are your verdicts on today's stories? As always, I would love to hear them if you have a moment of your time. Don't forget to click that subscribe button if you do enjoy Reddit-based stories. There is a playlist on the screen right now for you to get involved with if you wanna watch some more, of course. (laughs) And just a huge thank you. Take care guys, much love.